We might be freaks, but we know our mother phone can beats and beats and beats and beats and beats. This is Johnny Walker, and I'm coming back with another episode of the Freak Beats Again podcast. As you can see, today is the 8th of September 2019, and you can see this man here. It will have been his birthday today. He will have been 30 years old. So in honor of him, he's a favorite with loads of fans, if not everyone. I decided to do this podcast and just talk a little bit about his story. And taking this from what has been happening recently with him, as we know, he committed suicide and we never found the reason for that. And uh, recently there has been an Avicii tribute concert, as you can see here, featuring David Guetta, Adam Lambert, Kygo, and that is set for September, sorry, December the 5th, 2019. As you can read, the tribute concert for the late uh, DJ artist Avicii, who died last year, and an apparent suicide will take place on December 5th in his hometown of Stockholm and future 19 of the original singers on his biggest songs, as well as opening sets from his friends David Guetta, Kaido, Dimitri Vegas, and like my laid-back Luke and Nicky Romero. The singers participating include Aloy Black, Adam Lambert, Alex Ebert, Rita Ora, and Joy Janik, and they will perform with a 30-piece band to perform a two-hour headlining set of the original music at the Friends Arena in Stockholm. All net profits from the Avicii Tribute Concert for Mental Health Awareness, which is produced by the foundation bearing Avicii's real name, Tim Berling, will go to supporting organizations which address mental health needs and suicide prevention. Tickets go on sale on the Thursday, September the 5th. And I'm really sorry to say, but if you are planning to go now and uh, just uh, finish uh, listening to me and go buy your ticket, um, Mm. Uh, the concert is sold out and is sold out within 30 minutes so that's 50,000 55,000 tickets actually the the foundation was started by Avicii's father basically to address mental health issues in music in general um, as he says it's overwhelmingly difficult to take in he said in a recent statement I'm so grateful for all the people who want to share this special evening with us and uh, we know about all the artists who will participate. And I want to read a little bit about uh, this article I found, was published yesterday. Uh, the pain that plugged Avicii, health troubles, resting with fame, re- retreating from a toxic culture. So it, it is true that, uh, as I read here, Avicii became uh, a well-known DJ quite early actually he started producing at 16 years old and uh, by 18 years old he started touring and going full on it and and, you know when you're 18 years old and you have all this fame it's really hard unless you're already mature to take it all in so let's see what uh, what this um, reporter from uh, E Online has said uh, his family has since launched the Tim Berling Foundation in his honor. We will focus on mental health and prevent suicide. That is the purpose of the foundation. His father, Klaus Berling, said CNN in July. My wish is that it would be a change here where young people can get help very early when the problems are small. Of course, that's the issue. 
Several days after he died, the two Grammy nominees finally released a statement implying that he committed suicide. We all know that. While Avicii retired from touring in 2016, you remember he having suffered several health setbacks and feeling the effects of what he deemed a toxic lifestyle. The young man was still making music. Uh, in fact, he had just been nominated for Top Dance Electronic Album at the 2018 Billboard Music Awards and had tweeted his thanks three days before he died on April 20th, 20, 2018. Um, so he says here, he really struggled with thoughts about meaning, life, happiness. As I said, if for the fans of the podcast, uh, the last day of 2018, I released the podcast saying who killed Davici and it's uh, worth uh, listening to it again and the man really as I said when you're 18 years old and you shoot to fame at such a speed uh, things like that may happen and they continue he could not go on any longer he wanted to find peace he was not made for the business machine he found himself in he was a sensitive guy who loved his fans but shunned the spotlight and he says here, we all reach a point in our lives and careers where we understand what matters the most to us. Read the last statement posted on Avicii's website. For me, it's creating music. That is what I live for, what I feel I was born to do. Last year, I quit performing live. Many of you thought that was it, but the end of live never meant the end of Avicii or my music. Instead, I went back to the place where it all made sense, the studio. So he obviously preferred staying on his own, doing what he liked, which is producing music and releasing to the fans rather than interacting with, as he says, the business music or music business machine. He said, the next stage will be all about my love making music for you guys. It's the beginning of something new. Hope you'll enjoy it as much as I do. At the 2018 Billboard Music Awards that made the Chainsmokers group, Taggart said on stage, his passing was a great loss for the music world and for us. He was an artist who inspired so many in so many ways. Simply put, he meant so much to us and everybody in the EDM community. He was a kid when he got started signing his first contract was he was barely 18 and he was off to the races. He signed 2011 levels, 2011 levels as a game changer as far as his level of recognition went. But while he barely had time to catch his breath as his name joined us and left few from the ADM world to achieve mainstream global stardom, the lifestyle soon caught up to with him. When he was 21, he suffered about pancreatitis. That's basically uh, an inflammation of the pancreas, the gland that produces insulin in your body. Uh, and you can have this from excess alcohol, basically, as they say here, prompting him to quit alcohol. I used to party a lot, everybody, everyone does in the beginning when they're getting customized to this world every night at a party called Time Magazine 2013. But I just realized that for me personally, my body or my mind couldn't handle that amount of, like I wasn't feeling good doing that to myself. Ask how it was to be working in a historically substance-friendly environment while sober. He said, no, I mean, I can still party, just I can be sober in party. It's all a learning experience. I've gone out partying sober and I've met my new girlfriend from day one sober and I've done everything sober and I see how drunk everyone else is and I feel like I kind of like not being hungover tomorrow. 
As he told GQ magazine, I just got into a habit because you rely on that encouragement and self-confidence you get from alcohol and then you get dependent on it. Of course you do. And to continue, the documentary of Itchy True Stories directed by Levan Tsikrisvili, which was released in October 2017, traced his heavy rise. He was the first DJ to headline a New York's Radio City Music Hall and was name-checked by President Barack Obama in a speech and the issues that prompted him to announce in March 2016 that he planned to stop touring. Um, September 8th, on his 25th birthday, he opted to cancel his remaining two dates for the year. Through new music continuing to flow out of his stead, by the end of 2014, he and Court had broken up. That's his girlfriend. And lots of praise, hard-working guy. In the open letter to the fans that he released in March 2016, explained what drove him to retire from touring at the end of the year, Avicii wrote, I know I'm blessed to be able to travel all around the world and perform, but I have too little left for me for the life of a real person behind the artist. Talking to a Hollywood reporter a week later, Vichy said he felt happier, more stress-free than I've been in a long time. He said his fans and fellow artists have been amazing in this show of support. To me, it was something I had to do for my health, he continued. The thing was not for me. It was not the shows and not the music, it was always the other stuff surrounding that never came naturally to me. So it's all the bookings and the managers and the contracts and the negotiations and the money. All the other parts of being an artist are more of an introverted person in general. It was always very hard for me I took on board too much negative energy, I think. It's been a very crazy journey, Avicii recalled. I started producing when I was 16, I started doing when I was 18. From that point on, I just jumped into 100%. When I look back on my life, I think, whoa, did I do that? It was the best time of my life, in a sense. It came with a price, a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety for me. But it was the best journey of my life. This coming from a 26-year-old whose relief was palpable. He finished up his tour with a new list of possibilities that lay ahead and at the end of 2016 he signed up with Universal Music Sweden, a very big mainstream company. And he told Rolling Stone in 2017, EDM started getting oversaturated four, five, six years ago when money became everything. Admitting it was hard watching some of his past decisions re-unfolding this documentary. From, uh, from that point, I started mentally no wanting to associate myself with EDM. Now that I have more time in the studio, I want to learn as much about other genres as possible. I think that's reflected in his um, latest um, posthumous album, so it's not him obviously producing, but he partly wrote a lot of the songs apparently, and I wouldn't just call that you know, contemporary electronic dance music, it, it falls mostly onto dance pop, if anything, and perhaps even his second album was dance pop. And so he goes, and um, there you go. This is uh, the website for the Avicii concert, as you can see, 87 days remaining, December the 5th, French Arena, Stockholm, sold out. And that's the uh, performances by David Guetta, Dimitri Beckerson, like Mike Heigl, Laidback, Luke, Nicky Romero, 
and live performances by Adam Lambert, Alex Ebert, Ali Black, Amanda Wilson, Andreas Moy, Audra May, Lonefire, Bond, Dan Timinski, George Janet, Nick Fullen, Arthur Knows, Rita Ora, Sandra Cavazza, Cavazza, Simon Aldred, Vargas and Lagola, Zach Abel. And uh, that's a statement about the foundation. I think it's important to see why they decided to do this. And uh, he said, they said that uh, Avicii always wanted to perform music live with live music artists. And this is why they have uh, asked all these live artists to come and perform with a real band. And obviously he, being a dance music DJ, they also asked dance music DJs to be there. But I think the, the emphasis there is on to the live music band, if, if possible. And the statement is, the foundation um, with a significant contribution from its estate and will direct proceeds from future of its projects in the recent release of the posthumous album. We'll go to the foundation and the whole existence, the raison d'etre, uh, is advocate for the recognition of suicide as a global health emergency and promote removing the stigma attached to the discussion of mental health issues. It will support science-based organizations that engage in research into the causes and prevention of suicide, particularly for young people. Good luck. And finally, before I close, I thought, since I, I saw all these DJs, I thought, let's see who is they're tweeting or wishing happy birthday because when you look at the video on we put a video on, on a twitter feed it kind of floods with loads of wishes uh, about uh, you know about happy birthday obviously he would have been 30 right and from these guys who are supposed to be DJing only one namely David Guetta has said happy birthday my bro Avicii I checked the twitter feed for the rest of these artists, Dimitri Vegas, like my Kaigo Laidback with Nicky Romero, I'm, I'm really surprised that none of them have any message about Avicii today. And who knows why, I'm not quite sure, you know, and I think at this stage, it, somebody may say that this is even marketing to just play Avicii songs on your sets today or you know every year uh, or even putting things on your twitter account who knows which djs were his real friends who knows whether these real friends stayed behind him when he left the shows or whether he lived because there was an open slot for them uh, i wouldn't know and unless somebody from his close environment or management comes out we will not know either in any case, uh, that's that's it. That's that was the topic today. It was about Avicii, and he would have been 30 today, and who knows what uh, other great music he would have produced. I hope you enjoyed that, and uh, please stay tuned to the podcast. Thank you very much for spending time with us, because where you choose to spend your time is really important, and we appreciate your choosing us. Please make sure you followed and share this podcast if the topics we discussed spark your interest and you appreciate us going off the beaten route. Do remember that we are ravers just like you, 
have been dancing for 30 years now. We're independent and not sponsored by any DJ, record label, event, festival or corporate. We pay for all our tickets ourselves and records we buy. And therefore, we're not here just to be super positive about everything when we damn well know the problems or things could be better. We thought that set was rubbish. We have the guts to say loud and proud, even though it is unpopular, because we've been listening for 30 years to old genres of dance music, and we know not everything is always 100% sparkling amazing. What we say and discuss here comes from experience and our own genuine beliefs, and our sole interest is to bring ravers together and spark a debate on how to make the scene better and keep the rave alive. For that, we have to ask your help. We ask you to subscribe to the podcast, hint, it's free, and our YouTube channel, free again, but also share it with your friends and keep your feedback coming. This is your podcast, as much as ours. And for that, we need to know what you want to be discussing. You can email us at freakbits2016 at gmail.com, tweet us on freakbits underscore cast, or DM us on our Instagram at freakbitsedmpodcast. And if you go to the anchor.fm website, you can even leave us a voice message and a rant. That's easy. Until next time, remember, get your freak on.